Hello, I'm Brad Geddes. WebmasterRadio.fm wants to help you explore the keys to success in your internet marketing and expand your wealth of knowledge. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app now available for iPhone and Android. Download it today from the iTunes Store or Google Play Store. Discover new ways to revolutionize your revenue stream linked right to your smartphone with the new WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app. Let us help you discover the keys to success, the keys to success in your internet marketing. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org. CertifiedKnowledge.org. Overcome the trials and tribulations of the past and let Marketing Nirvana revolutionize your revenue stream and ROI. Prepare to experience Marketing Nirvana right now. Here are your hosts. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Marketing Nirvana. I'm your host, Brad Geddes, the founder of Certified Knowledge. We're a marketing training and tool set company designed to save you time and money so you can get back to the rest of your job duties. On this show, we investigate various ways in which your marketing efforts can reach a state of nirvana. You can find show notes and other information about our guests on certifiedknowledge.org. So the most common bids used within AdWords are usually the ones at the campaign level, CPA or optimized for clicks, manual CPC bidding, so forth. And a little while ago, Google really kind of quietly rolled out a new notion called bid strategies. And they're really sort of under-discussed. Under discussed. And I was recently having uh, dinner with uh, John Lee and Heather Cohen from Clicks Marketing. And John had mentioned how much he likes these. And I thought... Well, that's actually a great idea for a show. And so, of course, I invited John to, to come on and talk about it. But one more note before I sort of introduce John is that you know, we're always looking for a good show idea. So if you have a good show idea, you know, please just go to certifiedknowledge.org, hit the contact button, and send us your ideas. We're always looking for new sources of inspiration for the show. All right, so back to John. So if you're unfamiliar with John Lee… He is the Director of Client Services for Clicks Marketing. They're a search, margin, search marketing agency specialized in search display and social pay, uh, paid search services. John was one of the original authors of PPC Hero Blog, and he's currently a writer for Search Engine Watch and Clicks Marketing. So welcome, John. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you, Brad. It's my pleasure to be here, and uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, I think some of the best ideas come out over dinner, so I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad this one was spawned in the same fashion. Yeah, me too. So, you know, since these are so so little talked about, I'm going to kind of pretend on the show that I have no idea what I'm talking about here, and you're the expert. You t- you answer the questions of kind of what's going on, and, and so you know, there's that big button bid strategies right in the interface. Mm-hmm. Rarely is it clicked on. So first, can you kind of tell us, you know, what are bid strategies? Sure. So like you said, right, flexible bid strategies were quietly rolled out by Google. Uh, They don't do that all the time, but when they do, it's usually some of the best tools, right? They're the ones that go under the radar. Um, In in this case, it was actually, it it, uh, dovetailed right along with uh, enhanced campaigns earlier this year. And this really wasn't a part of enhanced campaigns, but it seemed to be launched, you know, almost, uh, you know, again, almost together as a package. So what are flexible bid strategies? Well, again, it takes these different ideas. So we've got we, we, we know and love conversion optimizer. 
we know and not necessarily love enhanced CPC. Um, again, just as a reminder, which can you know bid up or bid down on your keyword by up to a maximum of twenty percent. Uh, in the hopes of, uh, you know, the higher likelihood of a conversion, um, you know, but what, what they've done with flexible bid strategies is they've, they've provided a platform for you to create not only those two, right? So a, a target CPA style bid, uh, enhanced CPC, but we've also now got target search paid location search page location. Uh, so again, you know, looking at, hey, I want to be in the top three of the search results. Uh, you know, we've also got, um, you know, Maximize clicks, which is should be familiar for most people. Um, you know that's uh, very similar to Budget Optimizer, which currently exists today uh, in AdWords, and then most recently Target uh, Return on Aspen, which we'll talk about more more about that later. Um, but basically, what they've done is they say, "Hey, you've got these strategies. You, you build them once, and then you can reuse them across multiple campaigns, ad groups, even keywords." And again, we'll dive deeper into that later as well. Um, but most importantly. You know, again, you can mix and match uh, these strategies uh, within a single campaign. So, again, that's where the term flexible comes into this, so the flexible bid strategy. So it's it's kind of a fascinating idea. Okay, so I'm going to kind of jump around the question I sent you for a second here. Always make things interesting. Oh, yeah. So if, if I've got a campaign that I've set up for CPA bidding, are you saying my campaign could be CPA bidding, but I could have one ad group that's optimized for clicks? That is that is correct. So it's a little convoluted, right? So you, you create your campaign, and at the campaign level, you decide, okay, do I want to do traditional you know, manual CPC? Uh, do I want to do traditional conversion optimizer or CPA bidding? Or do I want to use flexible bid strategy? So that's kind of the first step. And when you do that, you choose one strategy that's automatically uh, applied to all of your existing ad groups. And so... You know, choose uh, the the new flexible enhanced CPC, or choose uh, again the the uh, target CPA um, flexible bid strategy, and it's applied directly across all of those. You can then go back in and say, okay, well, I want you know ad groups one through three to be target CPA to let's say you know a fifty dollar cost per acquisition target, but you know ad groups you know five through five through ten, you know I really want those to be you know, enhance CPC or maximize for clicks, et cetera. So yes, you can, once <laughs> once you're down the flexible bid strategy path, at that point, then begin to mix and match uh, within that campaign. But if I just choose my campaign as CPA bidding, then I actually can't pick those other options, right? Uh, you mean like traditional conversion optimizer? Yes, yes. That's correct, yeah. If you choose to go the route of traditional conversion optimizer, it's an all or nothing all or nothing uh, strategy. So all of those ads within the campaign are going to be running on conversion optimizer. That being said, you can still obviously change the actual target per ad group. Okay. So to use this correctly, first we got to go to our campaign settings, put on flexible bidding, then we can kind of adjust things. All right. That's, that's a good starting spot. Um, and that would also kind of tell us why we would choose flexible over a CPA at a top level to be able to use these. So how do you use them? I mean, what's the best combinations or, or what do you think about when you're applying these strategies? Sure, sure. So, you know, really, you know, let, let's talk, you know, why would you choose this, right? <clears throat> at the campaign level, you know, let's say you've been doing conversion optimizing, you've been finding success with that. Why would you choose to make the switch to flexible bid strategies? Well, in my mind, it really comes down to, you know, 
how how are you structuring your campaigns? What I have found over time is using conversion optimer. That's that's fine. That's great, and I've gotten really good results with that. Uh, but I always have a couple of ad groups that are you know let's call them the redheaded stepchild or the the problem child, whatever you want to call them, that need more attention and really don't belong in conversion optimizer. So I always end up having to bifurcate my campaign structure, create a new campaign that's just again manual CPC. And give those ad groups those keywords the special attention they deserve. In in the flexible bid strategy world, I don't I don't really have to do that anymore. I, I don't have to choose one over the other. I can you know again I can have my cake and eat it too, to a certain extent. So again, that's that's really the advantage we're going for here. So in terms of you know how to use them, you know it's important to realize that the the flexible bid strategy they live at the account level. So underneath the uh, the shared library. In AdWords, which is again for anybody doing remarketing, that's where your remarketing lists live, as well. Uh, again, you can create them there from the get-go um, <clears throat> without applying them to any campaign. So go in and create some CPA target bid strategies. Create a, an eCPC, an enhanced cost per click strategy. Create a you know target ROAS strategy, etc. Do all of that at the account level. Once they're created, you can go then into your account, turn on flexible bid strategies, and then go into your ad groups keywords in some instances and and go in and start and then just pick and choose right of these different strategies you've created and so that's that's really the workflow is think of it account level first and then go into your campaign turn it on and then you can manage it at the ad group at the keyword level um so go ahead okay that that makes that makes perfect sense um so it's really you've got ad groups that instead of making multiple campaigns for just bidding purposes, you can move the bidding type run at the ad group level. So that kind of leads me to to another question: is to turn on CPA bidding at the at the campaign level, you have to have a minimum number of conversions and then entire campaign. That's now. Right. If I want to use flexible bid strategies, does Google make me have that many conversions per ad group for all the all the ad groups combined? I mean, at what threshold do they let me even turn it on for an ad group? So I think that might be a, um, a programming error on their part because I believe that it still looks at the campaign aggregate number of conversions. Um, I might need to be fact-checked on that, uh, but just in doing my own experimentation as I kind of work through these these issues, again, I found that I've been able to turn on the, the target CPA flexible bid strategy at the campaign level, which directly applies it to all ad groups, knowing full well that I've got ad groups in there that maybe only have one. Heck, some of them even have zero conversions attributed to that ad group. So, you know, based on that alone, again, they're looking at that aggregate campaign number. That being said, that's that's a bad thing, right? Because again, if I'm applying a, a, a target CPA uh, a bid strategy to an ad group that's got zero conversions or only one conversions, it has nothing to base those bid changes on. So, you know, at that point, then I would have to, you know, invariably have to switch over to something else uh, in order to even get traffic, right? Because Google's basically just going to go nowhere with those bids. So a good way of using this is let's say I've got a campaign and I've got 100 ad groups in it, and it's right now in CPA bidding. And 70 of my ad groups, it's doing great for. And 30, it's just they're not getting traction for whatever reason. So in that case, really my step should be to go to flexible bidding on my current 70 use flexible bidding CPA optimizer, which I should not see any differences in, in then in, in the returns. Correct. 
for the other 30, put on manual CPC bidding, try to figure out what's going, and then if it works, like flip those back to CP bidding. Is that a good use case? I I believe it is, and and in this case, you know, one area that I have found to be pretty effective actually to utilize the the target search page location. So again, maybe you've got a new set of keywords or a set of keywords that just for whatever reason you haven't been able to get a whole lot of traction on. That's an opportunity to say, okay, you know, normal constraints be damned. I'm going to get this keyword into the top three positions to really see what potential it can have. And at that point, then I use it as a learning tool, right? To, to kind of shorten the learning curve on a new keyword and say, okay, I now have a pretty solid understanding, one, of what it, it costs in terms of a CPC to be in those top positions. I get to see you know, the impressions, the clicks, the click-through rate, and hopefully the conversion and the conversion rate, from which point either I can do one of two things. One, it just goes you know, full-on manual bidding with that keyword, or two, again, accrue enough data and switch it over then uh, you know, to a target CPA flexible bid. So again, it, I, I love the flexibility. I love the, the fact that it's opening up possibilities. Um, but yeah, it, that, it's a pretty good use case. All right, so let's do this. Let's take a break for our sponsors, and then we're going to come back and, and make sure first that you understand what target search page location is, and then get into potential pitfalls uh, that we should be watching out for of using flexible bidding. More Marketing Nirvana after we thank our sponsors. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Come visit us at AdTech New York, booth number 738. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. 
WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach, a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. Jillian Music, your CEO coach, will break down the art of business development from the ground up. CEO Coach, on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Injecting new life into your internet marketing. Welcome back to Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. So we are back talking with John Lee from Clicks Marketing about flexible bid strategies. And, and John mentioned the one that he likes to utilize sometimes is target search page location. That's kind of an ambiguous title. Can you explain that in a little more detail for us for a second? Sure. Well, you know, it's it's similar in practice to the old bid to position feature that, that used to live in AdWords, right? So you could actually say, hey, I'm going to be between, you know, positions three and five or positions one and three. Uh, the, the new, you know, target search page's location isn't as flexible, <laughs> uh, to be a little ironic there, uh, as the old version used to be. Uh, in this case, it's really saying, hey, I want to be top of page. And in this case, that means positions one through three. From that point, then, you can also say, well, I'm going to allow you to even bid, you know, be, like, again, similar to enhanced CPC, you bid up to, you know, 20% above, you know, what the core CPC is for this keyword to get me into that top, you know, that top three position. So really, you know, again, we all see first page, um, first page bid estimate, you know, top of page bid estimates within Google. This particular flexible bid strategy essentially bids up to those levels. And again, you can say, hey, you can even go 20% beyond that to try to get me into optimal position. That's perfect. And and I've, I was fine with that one. There's one setting in the advanced settings that I, I find interesting Google has set this way because usually a default setting in Google gives them more money. I mean, at the end, when you look at stuff and when you go to the advanced options for target search page location, um, for low-quality keywords, which uh, is low-quality score, they actually have, by default, don't raise my bids on keywords with low-quality scores. And I find that's a very interesting default setting for Google because that's usually against their normal settings. Um, <laughs> do you usually switch that one or leave it on there? <laughs> well, to be honest, a lot of the times the, the keywords that I need to use this feature on are low quality score keywords. And so those are the keywords that I'm actually wanting to pump up and, and get them to top of page to, again, build some of that data. So it, I, I find it kind of confusing myself. Um, I usually end up switching it, actually. So say, yes, you know, I do want you to raise the bid on keywords with a, you know, quote unquote, low quality score. They don't even actually clarify what they deem as low, which I find even more interesting. Um, but, you know, yeah, it, it does go against their, their, their normal, you know, MO of, whatever fills their coffers the fastest, uh, you know, that goes against that. But I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I turn it on. I, I do want it to increase bids on, on low-quality score keywords. Now, are you afraid? So, like, I mean, we're, we're now talking to, you know, a whole lot of people about a feature that's not often used. And if everyone used top-of-paid strategies, wouldn't our bids just kind of, like, spiral up in this endless control pattern that, that or we lose total control of our bids? Well, you know, some would argue that we're already there, right? Um, in terms of, you know, the the entire AdWords mechanism 
is now geared towards getting people to you know increase those bids to, to get into those top positions where we know we're going to get the best click through rates and therefore increase our quality scores. All of this, you know, all of that playing together has already right lifted CPCs in many industries, many verticals. In addition to increased competition, you know, this could play into that even further. To be quite honest, you know. For one, not enough people, I think, even realize that this is there uh, for it to be a major concern. Maybe this, maybe this interview is going to change that. I don't know. Um, that's part of it. You know, again, under usage of this tool. But the other piece is, I think, you know, the people that are using flexible bit strategies are savvy enough to know, you know, that only makes sense in certain cases. It does not make sense to just flip this on for every keyword to just instantly be in that top three. Most of us, at least I hope, most of us are, are again, performance-minded direct marketers. <laughs> at the end of the day, we're going after cost per acquisition goal or return on ad spend goal, you know, et cetera. And so, again, yes, it makes sense. Like I pointed out earlier, it was a, a learning tool, right, to, to shorten that learning curve. But past that, I have to alter my mindset and my optimization techniques to say, okay, conversion is what's most important. I now know what it takes to be in the top three, and let's take it from there. Yeah, I actually f- I found it interesting. Google's quarterly earnings came out like you know a half an hour ago, right? right. And and this is the <laughs> second or third consecutive quarter that CPCs have actually dropped um, uh, across the board for both mobile and desktop. Um, so so let's go back for a second. And, and obviously, you like CPA, I like CPA bidding, and, and Google rolled out yet another one of those changes that they they barely mention anybody, where you can now. Do CPA bidding on one per click or on many per click if you know how to go into your conversion stuff and change the settings. It's a weird post where you get to pick it. Do you ever do conversion optimizer off of many per click conversions? I'll be straight up honest and say no. Um, you know, typically, just kind of our agency culture. You know, we emphasize the one per click conversion again being a unique conversion event for a unique visitor and you know really that at the end of the day that's what we're going for definitely for lead gen right (laughs) if somebody feels like your form twice it really doesn't matter it's still one lead um you know with e-commerce it changes the dynamics a little bit because you know again if somebody comes they make a purchase and then you know half hour later two days later they're like oh wait you know i still want more and they come back and buy that's that's great right we want that revenue we want that transaction but you know, do we really need to be tracking that directly back to our ad? Maybe, maybe not. Um, you know, we're going to get it through our secondary tracking uh, mechanisms. You know, in in Google Analytics or you know, Omniture, whatever you're using. Um, so, to, again, our agency culture is one per click is is the, the the control that that's what we want, and that's what we base conversion optimizer or you know, flexible bid strategy target CPA on. Um, but you know, again, many per click it has its place, right? Uh, you know, again, we. Again, for our e-commerce clients, we report both. So, you know, again, here's your one-per-click conversions. You know, here's what we're optimizing to. But, hey, here is what's happening with your, your mini-per-click. You, kind of, you know, what is the average, right? When it, you average that out over, you know, your, your unique conversion events, you know, how many per, how many, you know, how many multiple events happen for each of those unique uh, instances. So it's, it's, it's a good information point to, to report on, but... I would again because my agency culture is not to use that for conversion optimizer. I would actually be very interested uh, if if somebody else has a case study, uh, a use case of using you know again using many per click with with conversion optimizer. I can give you one really fast one. Um, publishers, where well, they're actually a conversions a page view. 
and sure. they want like 600% you know, conversion rates. So this kind of leads me in, into one of the issues. If you use, say, AdWords Conversion Tracker right, as your conversion metric and not Google Analytics, what, what I'll often see, especially, say, white paper in like the B2B industry, someone will get to the thank you page of a white paper and, hey, the code fires. And it's Friday at 5 o'clock, so they shut their browser. They go home for the weekend. They come in Monday. They reopen the browser. Your thank you page loads. The script loads again. You, have a, you now have too many per click conversions because that same page was reloaded. Um, and, and so while – when in lead gen and white papers, we know just to ignore many per click, right? You just go by mm-hmm. one per click, it's uniques. But but on e-commerce, that can really mess up metrics. That's and right. So Google just rolled out, and this is again a little fanfare, but they just rolled out the flexible bid strategy for return on ad spend bidding. And and the one thing that I haven't been able to find anywhere, my Google rep doesn't know this. Actually, I've talked to three now. Maybe you know this. If not, that's fine. Is is Google for return on ad spend flexible strategy? Are they using my one per click revenue data, or are they using my many per click revenue data? I actually can't figure this out. And I honestly, I don't have an honest answer to that either. I, I have to assume they're using a one per click, particularly given since they're not calling that out anywhere. Um, but again, you know what happens when you assume. So. Yeah. Uh, if <laughs> yeah, if anybody else has that answer, please, please, please uh, leave a comment and chime in for sure. Yeah, so so I, I mean, it's nice that Google now lets you do return on ad spend bidding. Um, if you're using GA, it's pretty good. Um, I don't think you've tried this yet, right? Uh, the return on ad spend. To be perfectly honest, no, we're not. So again, we we again we're lucky enough to use a third party. To you know, again, full disclosure, we use a Quizio. You That's know, right. Again, um, you know, so we have a lot of. Uh, fun, higher-level, creative ways of building bids, and particularly when it comes to e-commerce and, and targeting, you know, return on ad spend and all the other good, juicy e-commerce metrics that come along with that. You know, mar- bidding to margin, things like that. So, we we haven't really done much heavy testing with it just yet. It is on my roadmap. So, I've got a couple of smaller e-commerce clients that I'm thinking might be, you know, pr- pretty choice uh, case study uh, to give it a shot. I just I haven't had a chance to get there. I mean, I think what it's, we're in like week three. If that being available, yeah. maybe maybe a full month. Okay, perfect. So let's do this. Let's take one last break for our sponsors. Then we're going to continue the conversation, and we're going to look a little bit at CPA bidding and yet another undisclosed change that Google sort of made this year. More Marketing Nirvana after we thank our sponsors. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention, like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand, just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big... If you're constantly struggling to find more customers, revenue, or hours in the day, Infusionsoft can help you have the business you've always wanted. For over 10 years, Infusionsoft has been helping business owners, just like you, find the financial freedom and peace 
peace of mind you've been searching for. I'm Scott Martineau, co-founder of Infusionsoft. If you're struggling to find more customers, more revenue, or more hours in the day, Infusionsoft is the proven solution you're looking for. Infusionsoft, the only all-in-one sales and marketing software created specifically for small businesses. Learn more at www.infusionsoft.com slash radio. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. You are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations. Willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect. On demand anytime. Inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Injecting new life into your internet marketing. Welcome back to Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. So we are back talking with uh, John Lee, and, and evidently the theme of today is really all these things that Google doesn't tell you. And, and, <laughs> one, and one of them was they took away max CPA bidding and only left targets. Did this affect how you manage stuff? So, you know, maybe I'm in the minority here, maybe not. I'm not sure. I, I'm, I'm actually perfectly fine with that. So, you know, when, when Conversion Optimizer first hit, you know, a couple of years ago, I can't, I can't say for sure how long ago, but it seems like it's been a long time. Um, again, we only had Max CPA, right? And so I learned that, got used to it. That was my world. But then, you know, they introduced Target CPA, at which point I was a very happy camper because I felt like that was – it was easier for me to align a target CPA w- with my client's goals, right? So their, you know, their their goal is a fifty dollar cost per acquisition. I know that I can achieve that with, you know, maybe it's a forty dollar target CPA in Google, things like that. Max CPA I felt was a little more gray, and, and I had to work a little bit harder uh, to hit my target at the end of the day. Um, and so I'm fine with it. Uh, <laughs> okay. um, so you know. The fact that they're taking away an option obviously doesn't surprise me, and the fact that they're doing it also maybe tells me that there wasn't a significant enough percentage of advertisers using it, so they felt justified in taking it away. I really don't know. I, I mean, have you seen anything come out from AdWords as to an explanation? No, I haven't. But I mean, really, so the people who were lead gen were, you know, one leads 200 bucks, one leads $10, your goal is 50 Yeah, Target was great. When you're reselling leads and, and you make 20 bucks a lead and you don't want your lead over $15 ever, um, that's where Target is does not make you nearly as much money as, as Max sure. does. So sure. it was a narrow probably niche, but um, it was it's a very important change for that niche. So, well, you know, give, given that we're talking about flexible bid strategies, I think that, you know, maybe their thinking is with, with you know, flexible, yes, it's still Target CPA, but the fact that you can adjust that based on, you know, again, based on ad group and all these different things, I don't know. Maybe their, 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 their thinking is, hey, 
you've got enough tools in your toolbox to, to make do without it. Yeah, that maybe that's fair. So so <laughs> before we get to to the end here, we're getting close. Um, with flexible bid strategies, are there any things we should watch out for? Any pitfalls? Things that if we do, we're going to screw stuff up. You know, it's Google we're talking about here, so anything and everything is on the table uh, for a potential screw-up. But specifically, um, you know, flexible bid strategies don't play well with your geographic bid modifiers. And so, again, uh, modifying a bid based on location is is one of the few bright spots of the enhanced campaign migration earlier this year. Uh, It, again, allows us, you know, this nice nice relatively easy platform to say okay well california rocks let's increase the bid uh indiana blows let's decrease the bid uh and go from it from there and that's wonderful however if you have it in place and then turn on flexible bid strategy to start using a target cpa or again that that uh again um you know search page location those effectively ignore your location-based bid modifier. So be aware of that because um, the bid modifier will remain. <laughs> it's just, just not doing anything. Yeah, um, this, you know, so like two weeks ago, suddenly I could set bid modifiers on CPA-based campaigns, but which doesn't make any sense, right? And, and I thought, well, maybe Google's actually doing this. And no, they just they no. let you set it, but it's totally ignored. Well, the, it, again, I think the reason they did that was initially – uh, there was basically a block in the system. So, like, if you had one or the other, like, you started throwing errors that were not necessarily clear in their meaning. And so I think it caused more confusion um, than just allowing people to set them without actually being effective. So, I, I, again, that's just that's my opinion. I don't know if that's the case or not, but uh, it's what it seems to be. Um, you know, what I find most interesting is the fact that they haven't made – Flexible bid strategies compatible with um, AdWords Editor, so that's a huge pitfall too. So again, by the very nature of it being a flexible platform, having a mix and match of target CPA versus you know the, the page search location, all of these different strategies, it's going to get tedious to manage. And how do we you know how do we fight this this tedious nature of AdWords in general? It's with AdWords Editor, and we don't have access to it. So that to me, I think is a pitfall because <laughs> it's, 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 you know, invariably more complicated to manage that in the web interface. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Take- so one last scale question and then we're going to wrap up here. So I just want to make something really clear one way or the other. So if I make a bid strategy where I've got one that's CPA $65, I've got one that's ROAS 200%. I have one that's ROAS 100%. I've got one that's um, maximized my clicks, right? And I name the four independent items. And I take these and I apply them to 500 ad groups across 20 campaigns, all right? Mm-hmm. If I go back into the bid strategy and I say, oh, that shouldn't have been 200%. It should be 175 and I change the setting for that one bid strategy, will that then be applied to every ad group that that bid strategy is currently being um, acted upon, currently being used? Yes, 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 it will. So again, we have to remember that the bid strategies, they live at the account level. You create it once. If you reuse it, whether you reuse it twice or 100 times, if you make a change to that strategy – it applies to every instance where it's used. So yes, that is a very, very, very big deal, a very important note for everybody to take. 
Perfect. Hey, that was this is great, John. This is wonderful. Hopefully, we'll uh, we'll get some good feedback on this, and and, and maybe hear some new use cases for uh, bid strategies, or, or people's thoughts on ROS bidding. So, um, if someone wants to uh, look you up online, find you, where should they go? Sure. Yeah. For, first of all, I would like to say that that not enough people are talking about flexible bid strategies, and so again, anybody that's got an opinion, definitely chime in. Even those of us that are actively using them, we learn from everybody else's. Uh, victories as well as their mistakes as well. So please chime in to the, to the global conversation. Uh, but to, yeah, to find me, uh, clicksmarketing.com. Uh, on Twitter, I'm uh, John underscore A underscore Lee. And again, you can find Clicks Marketing pretty much everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, Google+, LinkedIn. Uh, just type Clicks, C-L-I-X, and you should find us. So that's that. Excellent. Thank you, John. And thank you, listeners, for joining us for another episode of Marketing Nirvana. As a reminder, the show notes and other information about our guests can be found on certifiedknowledge.org. New episodes can be found on Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find the archives of past episodes at webmasterradio.fm, iTunes, Stitcher, or just about any other podcasting system. Uh, thank you for listening. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.